welcome back to the latest episode of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend podcast. My name is Claire Meadows. I'm going to be your host for this episode. And can I say a huge thank you to you guys for tuning in? We've had great feedback on the episode, uh, the last episode, and yeah, we're excited to have you back. We're taking you into the inside story of all of the illustrious organisations that are part of the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, a borough like no other. This week I'm going to be interviewing Emily Candler of the Exhibition Road Cultural Group and we carried out the interview under Hope the Whale in her full glory at the Natural History Museum. Now when you listen to this interview there's a slight echo in the interview and as you guys know that there's a the entrance hall of the Natural History Museum is vast. You can imagine that maybe we're conducting the interview underwater or something like that but there is an echo um in this latest interview you'll find out why emily is such a huge fan of prince albert what the cultural group is preparing for june yes june it's coming around quickly in time for the kensington chelsea art weekend and the great exhibition road festival just to remind you guys, if you have a story to share with us or want to learn more about Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend, you can sign up to the updates uh, by clicking onto our website, kcaw.co.uk. Now to my interview with Emily Candler of the Exhibition Road Cultural Group. Now the Exhibition Road Cultural Group is at the heart of everything that's great and cultural about the borough of Kensington and Chelsea and I'm delighted to be here today with Emily Candler who is the Executive Director of the Exhibition Road Cultural Group. Emily, how are you today? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for coming here to the Naturalist Museum, Claire. Now you have just taken me on a whistle-stop tour of this amazing museum, which of course I've been to before, but what are your, what can you tell us about the latest developments at the Natural History Museum? Uh, this is an exciting year for the Natural History Museum. Um, there is a new exhibition of the Museum of the Moon coming very shortly. We've just walked through the Hinsey Hall work, which is now almost into its second year with Hope the Whale, uh, diving down there over the crowds who are here for the Easter holidays. She's um, a stunning whale. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it, 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 it's a good and busy season here at the Natural History Museum at the moment. Now, we're here to talk about, obviously, the Exhibition Road Cultural Group. Tell us a little bit about the history of the Exhibition Road Cultural Group. What is the mission of the organisation? The group itself is, um, was founded in 2006, but our history goes much uh, further back. We're a partnership with the leading arts and science organisations in and around South Kensington who were founded from the legacy of the Great Exhibition of 1851. And the Great Exhibition was a phenomenal success. Uh, the, it uh, was visited by six million people, which is about equivalent to about a third of the UK population at that Gosh. time. And it made a huge profit. Um, something like £186,000 then, then which was enough to um, buy up this cheap land in South Kensington <laughs> for the purposes of creating the world's first arts and science district. Um, and uh, it was Prince Albert who was sitting there thinking in the summer of 1851 what would I do with the money and he had this radical vision for this, this arts and science district. Um, really about bringing together knowledge creation and um, and, and, and public engagement and, and participation right at the core of it. And so, uh, so they bought this land and, uh, and these organisations share not just that geography and that history but actually a shared mission. They're all here for learning and innovation in the arts and sciences for the purpose of changing the world. Now, how pleased would you be to learn that I've been told you're a bit of an expert on Prince Albert's 
uh, role, uh, original mission. How, how do you feel about having that job description? <laughs> it's, uh, I think my colleagues in the, in, in the office would roll their eyes at how much I talk about Prince Albert at the moment. <laughs> but it, is, it is his 200th birthday this year, and we are trying. We are celebrating that, and also wanting to change people's perceptions. This is not thinking about a great white man view of history, but actually it was quite a radical vision, a very radical vision to create the world's first arts and science district, the world's first planned cultural quarter, and to, uh, to think then about the connection between arts and sciences, that he really felt that these needed to be kept together, otherwise progress in both would be, uh, would be hindered. Mm. And that's um, exactly what we do here today. Um, so... I'm a fan. You're a fan. <laughs> so what does a typical day in your role as executive director look like? Oh, there is no one day. Every day is different. But, I mean, this morning I've been uh, chairing the content working group for the Great Exhibition Road Festival, which is our big event this summer. And that's been working with people who look at programmes and curators from across 20 partner organisations. And we've been working on this for um, several years, but the... The content working group's been working for many months and we have, uh, we're just getting to the final stages now, so it's just the sort of fine-tuning and trying to identify the bits which would make good photo opportunities or good press interviews. Um, and then I've been talking to uh, the directorate at the Royal College of Music about what their plans are going mm. forward and how we support that and contribute to it. So, so how many organisations are you typically involved with at any one time? We've got 19 partner organisations, wow. so the great museums, the V&A Science Museum and Natural History Museum that everyone would think of when they come to South Kensington, but also we've got Imperial College London, um, the Royal College of Music, the Royal Albert Hall, and then we stretch up to the Serpentine Galleries and Royal Parks, out to the Design Museum and Japan House London, and our, our smallest member, if they'll forgive me for saying so, is the Royal Society of Sculptors down on the Old Brompton Road. Um, and there's many more between, there's 19, so um, the, the international institutions too, the Goethe Institute, the German Culture Institute, and the Institut Francais, who've been here. Yeah, for the, a long the French time Institute, too. yeah. Yeah. That's just, I mean, if you sit and think about that, that is the life story of culture in Kensington, isn't it? I mean, the, the, and Chelsea, that. All of those names. Yes, yeah, they're brilliant brands, and, uh, and they're all of them world leaders in their field. And so our job is to help them work together where they where they need to do so, and you know, and that's really kind of telling our joint story, making sure that the visitor experience in the public realm and how it feels to work and live and study and visit here is as, as great as it can be, helping it to thrive. So, how did you come to be involved in Kensington and Chelsea Art Weekend? Well, we're lucky enough to have the Exhibitionist Hotel here in South Kensington, and so I think I met Vestalia Chilton first through that. She's the curator mm -hmm. at that hotel, but also one of the leading figures who's really got the Kensington Chelsea Art Weekend going. And so we were partners last year and the first year, and are really um, excited about how it's growing for this year and mm -hmm. that it's connecting with our, what we're doing in South Kensington. I was just that's my next question. How does KNC Art Weekend fit in with the aims and objectives of the Exhibition Road Cultural Group? It's absolutely core to everything that we're doing. So what we are here to do is to encourage more people to discover what's happening in South Kensington, to, 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 to value the, the extraordinary activity here, and um, particularly what we would like people in the local, in the local boroughs to, uh, to come more and, and discover what's on their doorsteps. And Kensington Chelsea Art Weekend shines a spotlight on 
the extraordinary range and breadth of practice across the borough. I've been in this role, I have to say, for five years, and I've met so many new people through doing the Kensington Chelsea Art Weekend, and we, we all share a passion for um, the creative life of the borough and how creative experiences can be life-changing. So what do you feel the borough of Kensington and Chelsea has that no other borough in London has? It has the most extraordinary um, breadth and range of cultural and creative activity and, and creative communities. And it's um, all driven by different business models and different, uh, different types of practice, but from the world-class museums and venues to smaller scale galleries, we've got the Tabernacle, we've got Carnival, um, Aklan Village, Museum of Brands, and then the whole of the King's Road and that history, let's not forget, from, of, of music and fashion down there. And so coming together for Kensington Chelsea Art Weekend just reminds us of that heritage, but also of the very real cultural vibrancy that is so um, present in Kensington Chelsea today. And it's not what the world thinks of when they think of Kensington and Chelsea. So we're, we're keen to be helping change people's perceptions. I think one of the things since I've been involved with Kensington and Chelsea, because I had a very um, a, a focus on the past about the Kings and Kings Road, and I got mm. married on the Kings Road, and the, the Rolling Stones, and I didn't get married to the Rolling Stones, <laughs> but um, that whole past thing. But there is so much going on in the future. It's not just a case of nostalgia, it's driving forward. Yeah, we here in South Kensington, we've always been about you, about past, present and future together. So any um, student studying composition at the Royal College of Music will be standing on the shoulders of giants, looking up, looking, drawing on the past and using that for inspiration, but really about thinking about the future and thinking about the shape of it. And that's, that, that's everything, that, that, that's what we do here. And we are such a resource for creative practitioners now. You know, there are young mm -hmm. artists um, in, across the borough for whom the Natural History Museum even and, and the Royal VNA are a kind of source of inspiration in, in most extraordinary ways in terms of theatrical productions and things that they're doing. It's, uh, it's, it's an ecology and an ecosystem that, we, that thrives and that I want, we want to keep supporting. And keep driving that forward. So what's the most interesting thing you've discovered since you started working in this role? What one thing has made you go, oh my goodness, I didn't know that? I... I guess I didn't realise that like the Mars rover is being programmed from here in SW7, that blows my mind. <laughs> the discoveries and inventions that are happening right here in central London, which are shaping people's lives, not so much the Mars rover, but shaping people's lives around the world. The work that happens here in the Natural History Museum, looking at um, understanding, for example, of disease and malaria and, and that. Um, it's extraordinary that this is not just a visitor attraction, but it's a, a massive research institution mm. um, and I think that makes this arts and science district different from anywhere else in the world. You've got that research happening right behind the walls. I mean we're literally uh, metres away from where there are scientists doing extraordinary research and that will feed into the public displays and exhibitions and you've got that. It's, it's, it's just what Prince Albert would have loved, that sense of knowledge creation right there with mass participation and engagement. It's not just a great day out, it is a great day out undoubtedly, mm. but it's come here and become the, the next generation of designers, engineers, scientists, um, come here and change the world. 
So what are you most excited about in the Exhibition Road calendar for 2019? Well, our big event this year is the Great Exhibition Road Festival, which is at the same weekend as the Kensington Art yeah, Weekend. Yeah. And that's a really great partnership for us. And so as I mentioned, we're celebrating Prince Albert's birthday, but in a really, looking at the contemporary relevance of his vision, we've got 20 partner organisations working together to develop the programme in a way we haven't done before. And we are bringing that out, bringing what we do here out from behind the walls We'll be filling Exhibition Road with um, um, workshops, behind-the-scene tours, talks, dynamic performances for all ages, from whether you're interested in robot air hockey or set design on Apollo moon landings, you can come and, and explore something that will change your understanding of perceptions. And, um, so that's, you know, for talks from volcanoes to veganism, and it will be... <laughs> It will, it will be something we haven't done on this scale before, but if you've ever been to the Imperial Festival, like that, but so much better and bigger. Um, it, it, it's a great chance to come and meet the people who work mm. here. I find that that's the most exciting thing about working here, is all the extraordinary, mm. knowledgeable, passionate experts. And Great Exhibition Road Festival will be a really great day to come out and talk to those people. Where can people find information about the Exhibition Road Festival? The best place to look on that is on our website, uh, www.discoversouthkensington.com. And of course, it's also in the Kensington Chelsea Art Weekend programme. And I'll put it on the links before and after this interview. So that's absolutely great. I've got one more question. If you could advise people to do one thing in the borough of Kensington and Chelsea, what would it be? I think it would be just change yourself to discover something new. You have the most extraordinary things on your doorstep here. People travel from across the world to experience what is here. Um, so just treat yourselves to a few hours of me time, of simply indulging in, in wondering with curiosity, and you will find something extraordinary. Fabulous. Emily, thank you so much. I'm going to go and look at that whale again. It's been great talking with you. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. And Emily gave you contact details there. The website is www.discoversouthken.com to find out about the activities of the Exhibition Road Cultural Group. I loved doing that interview, uh, going along to the Natural History Museum. It's the first time I've actually seen Hope the Whale, so it was great to see her in situ and see all the... It was half term and kids were everywhere and they were entranced by everything they were seeing and that's what it's about, you know, encouraging passions in young children and, and they grow and they take that with them on their journeys. That's so amazing to see. So, yeah, we're just about to go, but it's worth mentioning that if you want to walk along to Walton Street now and see where Tor Ewan, who I interviewed last time on this podcast, the Walton Street hoarding she's working on is getting way underway down there. We'd just like to say some thank yous on that, obviously, to the Royal College of Art for the Artists. Thank you to the residents and everyone who voted for their favourite design and, and Tor obviously won that. And we'd just like to say a very special thank you to London Projects for supporting the initiative right from the start. Last year, we're going to be interviewing London Projects on the next episode of the podcast, and we're really, really looking forward to that. And thank you, obviously, to all our listeners. We're going now, and we'll we'll look forward to speaking with you next time. And like I said at the beginning, check out the website, www.kcaw.co.uk and kcawlondon on Instagram. We look forward to speaking with you again next time. Bye. (laughs) 